Hey everybody, I hope everyone's doing well. This is Steve Acevedo and this is your show, Your Body, Your Mind, on this journey called life. It's another time we could spend together, talk about stuff, um, learn stuff together, improve our lives, uh, see how we can uh, just live the best life we can. So uh, today, let's talk. I was, I'm always doing research and kind of looking at stuff, reading stuff, learning stuff. Um, this life of mine, it's... Uh, it's a journey where I always try to feed my brain, my mind, my body, my soul, so I can live the best one I can. And I came across some information about Steve Jobs. If you don't know who Steve Jobs is, he is the founder of Apple. Um, back in the day, you know, Macintosh computers and uh, IBM. That was uh, the beginning of computers for the civilian market. And then... Um, he ran with uh, Apple, and uh, fast forward, we had iPod, um, Macintosh computers, iPods, and MP3 players, and f moving along, moving along, we now have iPhones, and uh, everybody has one, um, and a very important part of our life, Apple Watches, and all these other things, right? So he's the guy who started that company many, many moons ago, out of college, something to that effect. Um, smart guy um, he died at the age of 56 a billionaire founder of Apple um, I think he was worth 7 billion when he died 56 is relatively young he died from pancreatic cancer if I'm not mistaken and that's unfortunate you know I don't wish that on anybody but that's how it is um, but what I bring that to your attention because um, he's a smart guy Wealthy guy, pioneer, you know, started stuff, ran a company. And so, you know, there's a lot to admire there. And I never said he's a perfect guy like any human. Everybody has their flaws and things like that. But I always look at the good at stuff and try to learn from that and, you know, the stuff that's not so good. Ah, don't, don't need to put it into my life. But anyway, this man, 56 years old, died a billionaire. But as he was dying, his last words... Um, on his deathbed were something to this effect and, and those words resonate with me like man that was our deep wisdom at his last moments and again 56 is really young um, he's, you know I would say that would be he was at the halfway point you know he could have lived to 110 um, and that's the goal right to stay healthy strong and live the longest life we can but uh, unfortunately cancer got him pancreatic cancer got him and um we don't wish that on anybody, but that's how it went. That's that's in the past. It's what has happened. But I want to share with you some of his last words and his thoughts, and maybe you know talk about them a little more. Um, his last words went something to this effect. He said, uh, "Let me see how it goes. I'm gonna read it." It said, "Lying in bed ill and remembering my whole life." I realize that all the recognition and wealth are insignificant in the presence of in imminent death. So in other words, translation. Looking back at his entire life from the day he was born to that day he passed, everything he did from beginning to end, the in-between part, all the wealth and accolades and recognition um, didn't really matter at the end. Because your end is the end. 
I said it to you guys before, we all start the same, we all end the same. You know, you were born and you were pulled out of your mother's womb. And some of us got a little reminder to breathe on our, on our booty, you know, in the form of a smack in the butt. Um, or not, we came out crying and uh, expanding our lungs and stuff. We all did that. And that's how we began. You didn't pick the time or the date. You just began, you just became, you, you were born. That's a great time. It's your beginning. The unfortunate truth of this, that we all have a beginning, but the real unfortunate part is that we all gonna have an end. And I say unfortunate, but I say it kind of with tongue to cheek kind of thing. It is true. We all will leave this world at some point. And that's, is that a bad thing? I don't think so. I think it's just part of life, you know. Dying is just part of it. But what I would tell you, living is what makes all the difference. Live the life you want to live, right? And so here we see a billionaire, um, wealthy, pioneer. Still to this day, the things that he pioneered still affect everybody for the better. You know, yes, he was a businessman, but he was a visionary as well. Um, you know, I have an iPhone, in fact, and um, I can't remember another type of phone I've had. I don't have the newest one either. I'm, I'm not that person. I need the newest and latest. Nope. Mine is a 10 or 11, I don't know, 12. It's a few generations ago. Still works fine. No problem with it. But before this, it was flip phones. And before this, I remember having a beeper or a pager. And some of you guys might not know what that is. Google it. Go to the museum. You might see a pager or a beeper in there. But anyway, that uh, was important. Um, doctors still use those, I think. I think. Well, anyway. But these last words may, resonated with me, you know. I'll read it again. Lying in bed, ill, and remembering my whole life. This is Steve Jobs speaking. I realized that all the recognition and wealth are insignificant in the presence of imminent death. So all the numbers in his bank account at that moment did not matter. All the, you did it, hooray, you know, man, you're awesome, you won the game, you did whatever successes he had, didn't matter when you transitioned out of this world. But as he continued speaking, he said this, as we get older, we get smarter, and we slowly understand that if the clock is worth $30 or $300, they both show exactly the same time. Let's think about it. That's, that's kind of simple, but it's so true in so many levels, right? It's the way you see things and appreciate things. The time we have here is borrowed. It's limited. When I started this broadcast, you were that age. You are now 10 minutes older, whatever that might mean. Um, we're always moving forward. One thing you can't control is time. But what you, with, what you do with your time is what you can't control. And what I would highly recommend and suggest to you is do the best you can with your time. Don't squander it. Don't waste it. Enjoy it. Live a fulfilled life, a happy life, a life that you can be proud of. And when you look back and say, wow, this was a life well lived. I love hard. 
I hugged hard. I played hard and enjoyed life. Versus, you know, I did nothing. I wish I could have, should have, would have. I might have. I Man, if I would only. With regret. Live a full, fulfilled life. Because time is borrowed. You don't own it. You can't give it back either. We all have a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the between those bookmarks that matter. So this is one of the wealthiest men at the time of his death, a pioneer in communications and computers. He couldn't control it. His body, his pancreas, you know, cancer got him and he couldn't control it. So there were these five things he said. What did he call them? Um, five facts that cannot be denied. That's how he said it. Or at least that's how I heard he said it. I wasn't there. But, um, you know, being a, a steward of good information or a, a, a lover of history and um, so we can learn from it, so we can grow from it versus repeat it, right? Because that's what we do too. We forget things that happened, you know, a year, two years ago, and then we repeat it. We're doing them repeated. Or people start changing the story. And you think it happened the way it didn't. So I always like facts. Look at facts, park your heart, use your brain. But in this case, Steve Jobs, you know, last words, he said this. Um, five facts that cannot be denied. And I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Um, but this is what he said. One of the facts. And I might not even get to all of them. But we'll just start talking. And take what you can because I always talk to me first, right? I'm talking to myself for myself growth my fulfillment of my soul life and um, and how to improve my 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 life because if i live the best life i can that means everybody around me is uh doing good so this is one of the facts that he said and this is his words his opinion and we're gonna dive you know uh dissect it jump into it learn more one of them goes like this don't educate your children to be rich Educate them to be happy. So when they grow up, they will know the value of things and not the price of things or their price. What does that mean? Hmm. See, if you think having money brings happiness, that is not true. Having money is important because it makes things easier. But this plenty of people who have tons of money who are depressed they're not happy and they keep on trying to make more money thinking they're going to find happiness and that is not true and so if we teach our children from a very young age how to be happy with the little things they'll be truly blessed with a lot of things right and things don't bring happiness right and so knowing how to value things so let me tell you something that can't I believe you can't put a price tag on. True friendship. You can't buy that stuff. So when you have a true friend in your life, you know that uh, that person that will go to the ends of the earth with you, value that person. Cherish that person. Take care of that person. Because that's that's not easy to find a true friend. And what is a true friend? That person, you know, will get up in the middle of the night because you have a flat tire somewhere to go help you. 
that person, if you say, look, I'm, I don't feel well, they'll go get you and take you to the, you know, hospital or something to that effect. Or, or when you're not feeling well, they'll bring that chicken soup to go visit you. That's a true friend. And, and, and that's just on the surface. You know what I mean by it. You know, you've had those people in your life. And let me just challenge you with this. How about being one of those persons? Being a true friend, a real friend versus just a, um, an acquaintance. And, uh, and we have a lot of those people in our lives, right? And that's okay. We could have acquaintances, but those, you know, let me use this term, you know, a band of brothers that you know that got your back no matter what, you know, and that's hard. That's hard to really come by. Um, you know, when we were little kids, at least when I was a kid, you know, there's this thing like, oh, let's be blood brothers, right? And, and, um, and you make silly little packs, right? But there's a truth to that, right? That's your saying to your friend that I see you more than just a friend. I see you as part of my, my being. Like, you complete me, my brother, and, um, my friend. And so, valuing people, or being a true friend is is important because there's a lot of fakers out there a lot of you know backstabbers and stuff like that and people who talk behind your back and I get it they're always going to be in our lives and I said but you know their value right you know their value because they, they they value themselves little so you put little value in them but when you find that true friend man those people are special and you couldn't buy them with the, all the money in the world because they're genuine. Be that type of person and put surround yourself with those type of people, true friends. And we have to teach our children to be happy, but to find value in things and not their price, or just like Steve Jobs said. Because right? you can have a bazillion dollars, but you can't fix cancer um, with a bazillion dollars. But you can love hard on your friends and your family and enjoy the moments you have together. Cherish those moments. Those are priceless. No amount of money could buy that. I think, don't even think about Steve Jobs for this minute. Um, what's this other guy? He was a, um, Howard Hughes. You might not know who I'm talking about, but, um, some of people my generation or older know exactly who I'm talking about. He was a wealthy man. Um, he was in the tool business, or his family was, and then he got into the movie business. He did well in the movie business, and then he got into airplanes of some kind, and he started making airplanes and got really wealthy. But towards the end, he I, I'm going to say he was uh, mentally ill because he locked himself in a penthouse of a uh, hotel, and he lived there for like years on end with no contact of anybody watching movies and things of that nature so I, I'm not going to know the full detail but what I'm trying to say when I bring him up is this person was wealthy a, a bunch of money but I asked the question was he happy probably not and so what I would say to you teach our children to find happiness in the little things Find happiness in the giggles and the smiles, in the tender hugs of the parents and their siblings. Find happiness and appreciate that stuff because it won't last forever and enjoy it while you can. Um, money's important, but it won't buy happiness. 
Money makes life easy, I get it, or easier. But don't think it'll bring happiness. Um, I think about families in, uh, you know, third world countries where where money is like, what, what's that? We have everything we need. I got a garden, I got my food, I got my shelter, I have my family. I'm the wealthiest person in the world. And I would tend to agree, you find true happiness and, and have no needs, no wants. I would call that happiness and and that is um, important. Another thing Steve Jobs said that resonated with me that I said, hmm, I gotta share this because it kind of goes with our topic, right? We said body, mind, journey called life. So you have to keep this body healthy, right? And, um, and this is what he said. He said, eat your food as your medicine. Otherwise, you will eat your medicine as your food. Like, wow, that's deep. It's a simple sentence, but that's deep if you really diagnose it or, or uh, take it apart and consume it, make it yours. How deep is that? So in other words, you are what you eat. Eat good food, nutrient-dense food, food that your body can make and heal itself with, right? Versus junk. And, and I get it. It's easy to go through that drive-thru and get that, you know, supersize this or the extra that. And, um, and, you know, or that salad that we think it's healthy, but then we pile up 500 calories of sauce on it, you know, dressing of some sort. We have to be better stewards of this vehicle called our body. We have to eat better. And this statement or this sentence or this truth that Steve Jobs shared with the world on his deathbed makes sense to me. Eat your food as medicine. Otherwise, you will eat your medicine as food. And I look at, at when we're young, we're invincible. We go out there, we jump with our bicycles and we roller skate faster than we should. Forget the helmet, at least my generation. Forget the helmet and all that stuff. And we go. We think we're unbreakable. But as we get older, things break. Things hurt. And so we, um, sometimes we take medicine for the pain. Then as we get even older, sometimes we need medicine just to stay, you know, alive, to stay healthy because our body's failing us here and there. And as we continue to get older, our body starts to fail or, you know, um, just get older and not run as smoother as well as it should be as a well-oiled machine. But uh, as I said before, if you want to be able to tie your shoes when you're 80, you need to start now moving your body, thinking about your health now, eating better, feeding your body the tools or the, the building blocks it needs to maintain itself, to heal itself, and to keep on running at full throttle 100%. And don't take unnecessary risk, risk either. Like, um, I've never played sports because in my opinion, I'm not mad at people who do and who love them. I'm like, do that stuff. If that's what brings you joy and happiness, do that stuff. But in my opinion, every time I've seen people play sports, everyone's always hurt or broken. I'm like, man, don't be broken. And again, if you play sports, good on you. But in my experience, I've always, people my age now, right? I'm not a 20 year old. They always say, yeah, I had this injury in high school and I did this in high school. My knee that, that, and my ankle this and my shoulder that, rotator cuff this. I'm like, oh man, holy smokes. It's crazy. And I get it. Today's technology and surgeries and stuff, they put you back together pretty good. But why be broken? Anyway, do sports. Do that stuff. 
but do it in the safest manner you can. You know, use good technique, use good equipment, and and don't care so much that you have to kill yourself out there doing the sports. Like care enough to be healthy and well and have a good game and and win the game clearly, but not so much that you will you know break yourself in pieces. Um, I don't know, but as we get older. Your body doesn't recover, and all those abuses on your body, you start paying for them as you get older. You start feeling it. You start getting reminded of, like, oh, this hurts, and it's staying hurting for longer than it should. Eat your food as medicine. Feed your body what it needs to heal itself, to be stronger and healthy. Um, that's part of kind of like the the book I'm in the midst of writing, right, you know, just to say it in a sentence, if we were designed to eat donuts, there'll be a tree out there that grows donuts. Let me just say that. <laughs> and we'll continue. What else did Steve Jobs say as he was going? Um, he said five things that were facts, in his opinion, right? Undeniable facts. Um, let's go to another one. There's a difference between being human and being. Hmm. The difference between being human and being. What does he mean by that? The way I take it is, you might have heard me say this before. I say it all the time. Be a good human. I would even say, be a better human. What does that mean? That means leave this place better than you found it. It's not always about you. If you always... Are selfish and you want, you want, you want for you, for you, for you, your blessings will be limited. Because yes, you, you collected and amassed a bunch of money or stuff or things. But when you share those moments with other people is when you're truly blessed. When you hear the smiles, and I said that right, hear the smiles. Because when you see a smile, you gotta hear that joy coming out of them. You know, there's a sound behind a smile. And, um, and I love that, especially in children. And, and you know me, you know my heart. I love working with children and, uh, people less fortunate to help them. And children, in my opinion, they've been failed by somebody else, right? There's nothing that, like, for instance, we go to the orphanage every year. There's nothing that those children did to deserve what they got. Someone has failed them. An adult has failed them. And I get it. Life might have been tough. And, um, you know, dealt them a bad hand. I totally understand that. Um, and I'm glad that these children found a good place. Like the orphans we go to, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's an awesome place. It's unfortunate that they had to go there, but it's fortunate that they are there. Cause if they wouldn't be there, where would they be? Right? So it's a good place for them to be. But being human means loving on each other. Um, leave a mark on people. But a good mark, right? So when you're 110 years old and you check out of this world because it's your time, how many people have you affected in a positive way as opposed to just being? Just being is just, I'm alive to be alive. I get up, go to work, pay my bills, go to sleep to get up, to go to work and pay my bills and go to sleep and get up and go to work and pay my bills and go to sleep. How about starting to live a little bit and interact with other people? Have friends, but friends that you, you, 
you you bring joy to the table and they bring joy to your table meaning that you don't go around and have this moat fest and complain with on to each other because remember i said this before to you you're not a garbage can you don't need to pick, collect people's garbage and you don't want people dumping the garbage on you now i'm now hear me clearly if someone's in a rut and feeling bad and they need to offload a little bit take some stuff off their plate and they need someone to listen and maybe counsel or maybe just be a shoulder to to offload that's different that's being a friend um but what i'm saying is be careful and don't be just a garbage can where everybody just dumps on you that's the difference if someone says, man, this is going on, and they're just talking and venting, that's one thing. And you could be a guiding voice and a, and a inspiration or a um, um, a motivator. Say, hey, man, you're not alone. Uh, I'm here. I got you. Um, it's okay. I got you. Let loose. I got you. But just to be that garbage can where people just go and dump and talk smack. This person is this and that and that. And there's no growth from that conversation. Meaning, all right, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to fix this? You know, remove yourself from the situation or wherever, however. Right? So don't just be alive. I want you to live a life. Live the best one you can. But only you can pick out what that is. Design the life you want to live and start living it. As opposed to being regretful. Like, man, I wish this, I wish that. In my life, I've had good times and bad times. Um, and for whatever reason, I don't regret any of them, the good or the bad. Like, for better or for worse, they have formed my life the way they, it is. Um, I've learned from the bad times, so I don't repeat it. But if I was able to help someone, because I had already gone through an experience similar or kind of, sort of, and I could say, hey man, don't give up. It'll be okay. Trust me. I've been there. I've done that. And that could have been a, a word of encouragement to somebody. Well, then it was worth going through that fire. Because not only did I make it through, now I'm able to help someone else make it through. And that's what I mean about living and being human. If you go through a tough time, I'm sorry. I don't wish that on you. But keep your head up. And keep on, and keep on keeping on. Don't give up. You're worth fighting for, right? And make it through the fire. And when you get through, it's alright. Dust yourself off. You know, heal those wounds, whatever they may be. But learn from it. So you're not doomed to make the same mistake. But here's the kicker. Here's the being human part. When you see someone going down that path or heading for that same collision or mistake that you had just gone through, learn from your mistakes and help someone. Because that someone might be family. That someone might be your children. That someone might be your friend. Be a better human. Love on people. Help people. I promise you there's no way that I can quantify this in value as far as like money goes. Because money doesn't really matter. The way you repaid by helping people is in happiness. Is in experience. It's in love. It's in joy. It's in gratitude, it's in appreciation, it's in seeing things differently. Like if you go outside and the sun is out, oh, the sun is out. Yeah, but when I go outside and the sun is out, I feel the sun on my skin, the warmth that it gives me, the joy I feel in my heart, the vitamin D, the fulfillment. I hear the birds singing when the sun is out. See that? I see it differently. Because I've walked through darkness. But when I see the light, 
I appreciate it. I enjoy it. Because I've been through it. So I'll see it differently. Does that make sense? Be a better human. Don't just live to live. Enjoy this life. Learn from it. Help others. Fulfill your life. So when it's time to check out, when you and I find ourselves in that time, when it's our last moments, we can say, I've looked back at my life and it was a life well lived. I loved hard. I smiled hard. I laughed hard. I've been through fires, but I've made it through because of my friends, because of my family. Because I've surrounded myself with good, like-minded, healthy people. And when there was someone that wasn't healthy and needed help, I helped them up to get themselves up. Because I remember the times when I had to reach up and someone reached down and lift me up. So my hands are always there to help somebody else. And that's how you should live. Always looking how to help someone. Because you will be blessed. Be a better human. Leave this place better than you found it. I promise it will help you. Let's see what else Mr. Jobs said over here. Because I think he he was on to something. Um, I'm not sure if it was too late in life or when he realized or whatever, however. But he left these words that, you know, made some sense to me. And I figured, let me share it with you. These are words that he said. But I could, you know, unpackage them at least the way I take it, right? Um, and this is, a, I'll leave you with this last one and, uh, and we'll, we'll leave it there. But this one said it's like this. This is what he said. If you want to go far, go alone. If you want to, sorry, let me start it again. I misquoted Steve Jobs. It said, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And that's kind of what I just said, right? Um, not exactly, but let's just talk about it. If you want to go fast, clearly, lightweight, you can move fast. But if you make it somewhere and you're by yourself, you can enjoy it. You can't celebrate it with anybody else. You know, if you hit a home run and you won the game, but there's no one to celebrate with, how much fun is that? I don't know. It's fun to have good times with your family and your friends and smile and laugh with each other and see people smiling, smiling back at you and celebrating together. That brings an energy that's, that's, I don't know how you can measure that. I don't know any money in the world that could buy that, you know, when it's genuine. And, and that's what we're, it's about. It's about living a good life, um, and enjoying it with each other. Because if you make it to the end and you're by yourself, what was that? What was it worth? You know, what was that life? But when you're checking out at 110 years old, and you're surrounded by your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and, and, and your friends and loved ones. And like, man, this was a great life. A life well lived. No regrets. Could I have done it better? Probably. But I'm not mad at it. I learned. And I helped these folks. Don't make the same mistakes I made. Make your new ones. Make new ones. And fix those. And learn from that. And help the next generation. Be a better human. Live better. But surround yourself with good humans. Enjoy it together. This life is too short to enjoy it by yourself. Enjoy it with each other. Smile every day. Laugh every day. Be grateful every day. Things will turn up 
better. If you're miserable and you're mad at things all the time, no one likes being around miserable people. Mad people. It's not fun. So stop being mad. Life will have its challenges. I get it. I have them every day. But I think, God, I have one more day to fight a good fight. I have one more day to hear the voices uh, of my family and my loved ones and the smiles. And and today with technology, you can see their smiles via, you know, the Insta this and the Facebook that and uh, the, the video calling each other. That's a lot of fun. Do that stuff. Be part of each other's lives. Love harder than each other. So these were Steve Jobs' words. There's another thing he said, but uh, we'll leave it at that. I don't go too long on it. But um, I thought it was important to share because he was a very accomplished person in his career goals. I'm not sure what his family life was like because that's personal and that's personal to him. I know he had children. He had an estranged child. And there's kind of a weird story there. I'm not going into that because I don't focus on the negative stuff. I kind of focus on the positive things. And um, not that his death was a positive thing. That was unfortunate. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. But guess what? It's something we're all going to have to do someday. And I hope it's later than sooner for every one of us. But when he was dying at 56 years of age, he realized all the wealth and accolades didn't really matter. What matters is the time you have here. And time... It's the same for everybody. Even if you read your $30 clock or your $300 clock, it doesn't matter. If you have a $2,000 car or $200,000 car, it doesn't matter. It'll still move you from point A to point B. Enjoy the journey. You were born the same as I was and we will leave the same. We can't control that. But we can control the in-between. That's really what I want to leave you with. Your body, your mind on this journey called life. Your body. Feed it like Steve Jobs says. Eat your food like medicine. Eat good food to build a healthy body. Stay healthy, stay strong. Mind your body. Because it's the vehicle that carries your soul, your spirit, your mind, right? Take care of your body every day. Wake up and do something to get better. Move more. Eat better. Be conscious of your body. Get a physical every year. Why, don't, why not that? See where you're at. See what's cooking on your body. Look under the hood every once in a while. Um, I try to go every year, if not more, just to see where we're at. Give me a you know, tune-up. Where am I? I'm here. I'm there. This is kind of the hurting over here, Doc. What is, what's that? Oh, that's because of this and that's because of that. Get in front of stuff. Don't fix it when it's broken. Take care of it before it's hurt, right? So mind your body. Take care of your body. And it will take care of you. Your mind. Man, it has to be joyful. It has to be fun in there. You have to be happy. Because when you're happy, everything's easier. Because when you're sad all the time, things are harder. And I get it. Sometimes, we, you know, there's some chemical imbalances. And that's a body thing. That's a body thing that's affecting your mind. Your hormones are off or whatever. Get, go to the doctor. Get that sorted out. Um, if you have to take medicine to fix that, then... Go to your doctor, get professional help. But don't just suffer these things alone. You know, and if you're you know, suffering from depression or something like that, get some help. People care. You just got to make them aware of it. Get some help. And, uh, and live the best life you can. 
have your healthy mind and enjoy this life that we have for the time that we can. Enjoy each other. And remember, beginning and end, it's the in-between that you have control over. Beginning and end, someone else has the time for that. A creator. But the in-between, you could do a lot with. Enjoy your in-between. This is Steve. This is your show, your body, your mind on this journey called life. If you want to send me an email, comment, concern, one body, one mind, one journey, sorry, one life um, at gmail.com. Send me a message. We could talk about it. This is a lot of fun. I always like talking to you folks. Uh, stay healthy. Stay strong. Um, talk to you soon. Bye.